don't have the energy to do the whole big open. I'm just gonna. What's up, y'all? We it, it is the fourth episode, fourth I think, yeah, fourth episode of the Panthers Nation podcast. And um, just off the bat, I mean, it, we were back down to earth. That was a necessary loss. I wish it wouldn't have been, and I'm glad it got a little bit closer in the third quarter. I was ready to, you know, call it a year. I'm glad they made it modest of a loss, but uh, I mean, uh, just a lot of the same, a lot of the similar problems we were seeing today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was everything I expected. You know, I said this would be a test last week. I said, this is probably, this is the biggest test you'll have is the first offense you've seen that can control the game. And they did exactly that. I mean, for a defense that we clamored about on our end, as far as being, you know, dominant, being able to get after the passer, being able to stop the run, they did none of that today. I mean, absolutely, and and that goes to show you how how what what a great offensive line will do for you. I know, Jack, you preached this for the past two years. Having a great offensive line changes the entire changes the entirety of the game because pass rushers like a Brian Burns, who are you know who are great off the edge, but I mean, if it, it they're thrown off by just that one second, that Prescott is going to get the ball. He's going to take care of the football. Ezekiel Elliott did what he wanted to do. Twenty what? Twenty carries, one hundred and forty-three yards, seven seven point two yards. His longest rush since twenty sixteen. Like he was looking, they they got to do everything they wanted to do. Dallas is now twenty-seven and zero when that when they when they run more than they pass with that Prescott at quarterback. So it's a it's a form, it's a recipe for success every time, man. I mean, I mean, congratulations to Dallas, man. They they came out and they proved why they're they're a true contender for in, in the NFC this year. I'm gonna go. Um, I, I'm a little concerned with the coaching, uh, and I think what I mean by that is, what is the deal with uh, the Panthers in third quarters? I, I just I don't get it. I mean, you got you come out and you get blown out twenty to nothing in the third quarter. Do you? It was not a it was not a twenty to nothing that was ex- spread out over the entirety of the third quarter. It was twenty to nothing in the first five minutes of that third quarter. Right. Um, and you have everything there for the taking, and 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 you just, you, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the first ten minutes, the first, in that game, yes, where it's that close, that everybody will tell you that first to five seven minute window in the third quarter can change a game, and it did. Um, and you know, the rushing defense, you know, horrible. I mean, just, I mean, it, it just was not there. Um, and listen, at the end of the day, though, I mean, what was the final thirty six twenty eight? So you you lose by eight, um, I, you know, and people are going to go. Well, they were three and zero, then they ran into a good team, and now we saw the real Panthers and something. No, no, you know, it's 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 growing. It's it's taking these steps. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, the offense. You know, Sam had uh, you know a couple of interceptions and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, I guess I'm trying to find a little silver lining that hey, it was a score game. It was a one score hey. game. The Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Without Christian McCaffrey, and One thing and, I, and Hubbard, God bless you, man. I thought he ran pretty well. He did, he did. I I, I was impressed with Chuba Hubbard, and I, I was actually I was impressed with him in pass protection as well. I saw, I saw he met a couple key blocks here and there, but I mean the one thing I would tell everybody is that this is a week to week league. You know, everybody's each week you start over. You 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 you're zero and zero each and every week. We watched the Rams dismantle Tampa Bay last week. We also watched the Rams get dismantled by Arizona this. This, this uh today 
So go ahead, it, go ahead and bring go ahead and bring up the other one. Go up and bring the Jets. The Jets. Well, I mean, you like you, you look at what we did to the Jets in week one, and you look at what happened with the Jets today and, and getting their first video over the Titans. It's a, it's a week to week lead. It, it, you you can't. I would tell everybody don't overreact. Now we did see some things that are that are indicative of this team possibly falling apart, and we can't get those get those things tightened up. But you 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 have another game. Luckily, you have another game next week. This isn't college where the season's over after one loss. Like you know, you have you have a lot of a lot of chances to make up and get better from this from this point forward. No, yeah. Moving off of that, I think to make it very clear, like the best thing for rule in this organization is, like you said, put it behind you. And most coaches know that. Most players will tell you, you know, it's the next play that matters. You don't worry about the last play. You worry about the next play, the next game, what you're doing. And, and let me be very clear, it's not a concern that I have for even this season, if that sound, if that makes sense. It's more like I'm, I'm just hoping that in my mind, you know, because we're, I'm waiting to see this retention period. For rule in these cut in this coaching staff, where they're learning from the outcomes of their decisions and 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 these games and their mistake and their mistakes, so to say. So like mm-hmm. for me, as long as I'm seeing you know constant progression, that's what we keep talking about. I can sweat the small stuff. I can sweat the small stuff because the pro- the thing because the thing is here and the thing that upset me the most about today is none of the problems that popped up are anything new. None of it is new. The pass protection, the third quarter inefficiency, the lack of experience at defensive back, none of it is new. And and that and that's the concerning part. Like it's not and they're not easy fixes and they're not, you know, or let me make that let me re- rephrase. They're not quick fixes because that's the problem is that they've tried to approach them as quick fixes. You have to actually take the time and invest the capital to make those fixes when it comes to offensive line and they're starting to do that with defensive backs. They've shown that they're they're keying in on the defensive backs, and I know that's Matt Rule being the way he is, and the GM, you know, with the history he had with the Legion of Boom. I see that. For me, though, it's just like you. This just shows that this game to me was showing, hey, you're on the right track, but you cannot hang with the big dogs. You can make it to Still the playoffs, us. maybe, but that's your that. And Shanti's not talking before the show. They're they're, they're the Redskins. They're the Redskins of last year. They're the Titans of a few years ago. You can make it there. You can damn well make it to the playoffs. But once you face that big opponent, you do not have the stamina to line up shot for shot. Because we saw, I mean, and I get, you know, stats are kind of warped in the first quarter of the season. You can't really go off of it. But for all intents and purposes, number one defense in the league in almost every category. Yeah. With a, with a solid offensive line. I'm at, like, and I think it was uh, – I want to say it was Jeremy Igo who, who tweeted it. Imagine what Sam could do with a average O line. Yeah. I mean, he was running the, around like the, the offensive line of Dallas. You, if you gave Sam Darnold that, I, I guess from from the things that I've seen that he does well, he can really deal. He can really deal you out. He, he, he can really he can really dish out some punishment. I mean, I, I've seen the things that he's that he's done with his offensive line, and I think Joe Brady's done a good. I'll give Joe Brady credit. I think he's done a good job of scheming around what his offensive line doesn't do well. To an extent, but there's only so much you can hide. You can't hide five guys. You know, hiding one guy is one thing. You know, hiding a bad left tackle and your and the rest of your line is fine is is cool. You can just throw a tight end over there. And but when you have no one on that offensive line that can take their man and win, unless you're unless you're Russell Wilson or prime Cam Newton, you're not getting anything done. And the problem being is that when your offense gets that takes away the pass for the way our offense is run. That takes away the play action. It takes away the pass. Sam doesn't have time to roll out there and and get any extra time. Sam barely had time to get it to where it needed to go, and that's why you saw the deep, you know the ball balls thrown behind the receivers, balls thrown errantly. Like 
it's just, it's not going to work. And that's the problem that I see is that Sam is still in the developmental stages. He's still, he's in the later stages of that, but he's like, he doesn't have that X factor to be able to throw within three seconds and make it accurate. And, you know, I think one thing, Panthers fans, we I think we don't realize how spoiled we are with court, with, with elite with, with quarterback play because we – I hate to bring him up, but the previous guy we had was a guy that could carry an entire offense, whether the talent was there or not. And most quarterbacks that you, you play within the league are not like that. Ryan Tannehill, for example, when he was in Miami under bad coaching and everything, he, he couldn't carry that franchise to be a playoff team. Now, with the offense that's balanced – a team, a, a system that works. He's been he he's been able to uh, take another step. I mean, his, it, 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 simply put, you know, Sam Darnold didn't play great either. He had he those all of the mistakes. I won't put on. I won't put all the offense on. He played he played a good game in the first half. I was really impressed with him in that first half. But again, the third quarters, though, until you can play a complete game of football, you know, you have to play four quarters. I mean, you you you, you lost this game in the third when you when, when you throw when you throw the ball away. Well, uh, when, when you turn the when you turn the football over, your defense can't your, your defense can't get off the field. You lost the game in the third quarter, and you find you find yourself trying to play catch up towards the end. I mean, I mean, he's, this team has to figure out how do we put together four full quarters because you weren't because you're you're literally just a quarter away, one one you're one back quarter away from probably being in a tightly contested ball game, an even tighter an even tighter ball game towards the end. And I'll let Jeff go in a second, but that, that was one thing I did like about this. It made me feel a little bit better about the way the team stands right now. Third quarter, I was getting flashbacks of, of Pittsburgh, of the 49ers, you know, in years past where all hell broke loose and it just kept spiraling down and, the you know, the snowball kept going and there was no getting out of it. Here, we still fought. The fourth quarter, we still fought. We tried to make it a manageable, you know, manageable gap. And we're, you know, I mean – one a couple stops away from getting the ball back and being within you know back where we, you know square one like we were last year and seeing what we can do in a two minute drill. The thing though that I'll say real quick and I can it's kind of a segue off to Jeff because he has been you know existing in this reality for the last almost ten years now is that the problem because what I've seen from Sam and I'll put it like he reminds me so much of Ryan Tannehill from the forced turnovers which has always been it was was an issue for him in the beginning you know some of those errant passes trying to be the hero to what he can do on the ground game to what people don't expect him to do on the ground game even though as of, as it stands I have to check again I think he's still either leading or in the top 2 3 of rushing touchdowns in the entire NFL which is just hilarious to even say out loud but that's what he, but the problem is that when you look at our team and you also look at the, the team that the Titans have on paper I got I know we probably might as well just make this a Panthers Titans podcast at this point, but it it's it's hard to not make these comparisons when I, when we see it this dead on. The Titans have always been a team that, especially with the addition of Tannehill, you have one of the most one of the most insane running backs you'll ever see. You have fairly talented, although they're you know taking kind of siphoning talent away from each other at this particular moment with injuries and just play time. You have insane wide receivers in AJ Brown and, and and Julio Jones, and then you have a quarterback who at his you know who is can propel and put fire to the flame of that offense when he's able to do what when he's comfortable able to do what he needs to do, and he is going you know firing in all cylinders. And when the Titans are built around a all pro offensive line like they were some odd two years ago, 
that gets you to the AFC championship that gets you in contention for the Super Bowl. But when you start losing those, when you either don't have those pieces to begin with, or you start losing those pieces, I, you know, Jack Conklin, some of these other guys, and that offensive line starts to deteriorate from what it, from what it used to be. As Jeff can tell you, the offensive performance has clearly taken a dive this, at least this season to the, what it was when they went to the AFC championship. And the problem is that's what we're starting to create in Carolina with McCaffrey then with Robbie and DJ, and then our offensive line is subpar. And you don't, if you cannot, if Sam doesn't have the time to get into those receivers, or McCaffrey can't even get out of the backfield without having to try to break tackles, you can't, you're not going to be able to do that. And that's why I keep harping on it. And I sound like a broken record, but if we don't spend all seven of our draft picks next season drafting yeah. offensive <laughs> we'll linemen, we'll I'm like five storm- picks. Get two more. I don't care. I'm storming Bank of America field. And you better hope you have moved to Rock Hill or whatever you're planning on doing because I'm going to burn the building to the ground because we cannot keep buying on this mediocrity at the offensive line. We can't. Paratus is atrocious. I don't know what happened in the offense. We These bargain bin guys are not going to work in Elf Line and Irving. It's not going to fly. And so, Jeff, I'll, I'll, t- I'll let you talk about, you know, the frustrations that can be created when your offensive line is in disarray. Well, even when you have a good offensive line, or at least you think you do. And then, you know, we gave up seven sacks to the Jets today. I mean, you know, and we gave up six last week to the Colts or whatever. Um, and then seven to the, or six to the Cardinals. Yeah. And then like three to the Seahawks or whatever, you know, um, I, I think the interesting part is, you know, and we're getting up there a little bit in age. I mean, Taylor one, I don't know. He's a nut job anyway. Um, I, you know, the the defenses are becoming so fast. The defenses are becoming so fast, and you're not getting these 300, 400-pound defensive linemen anymore. Um, and, and, you know, I'm getting at you're getting at these kind of hybrid linemen. Your Miles Garrett's, your Von Miller's, yeah, you your know, Nick and Joey these, Bosa's. You're well, getting – And so I, I think the comparison with Sam and, and, and Ryan, number one, we automatically see it because Adam Gase is no longer with them. Um, Sam, yes, he has five rushing touchdowns, which leads the NFL right now in rushing touchdowns. <laughs> um, you could actually combine, I think they said CMC, Nick Chubb, and Dalvin Cook, and they don't have as many together that that Sam does. Um, and, and here's the gist. The thing that I do like about Sam, and they mentioned it a little bit today about Zach Wilson, and you see it a little bit with Ryan too. Um, sometimes let these quarterbacks get out of the system and go have fun. Yeah. Throw the ball around. Um, I can promise you that watching today, you know, watch Zach Wilson play, that kid had fun. And he just kind of got out of his mind. Of, I'm going to go play football. I'm going to go get what I get paid to do. Um, and, and I think Sam is now in that place that he can do that. Um, but, yes, you've got to give him some – listen, CM, I figured it out today or whatever. CMC hasn't played a full game now in, what, 17 games regular season because he missed 13 – you know, he, he, he played, yeah, missed 13 last year. He played the full game game one. He had cramps game two. He went out in game three, and then he missed game four. You got to get him, at least give him some, you know, get some guys up front that at least know what they're doing, or you're going to get him hurt, um, or you're going to get Sam hurt. And listen, Sam today, listen, I mean, I I agree with Shantice a little bit too, and, and, and I think Shantice said this, whatever. I think Sam could literally be the quarterback of your future. I do. I think he's got all the makings of a good young man who can get it done. But for the love of God, get him some protection. 
And let me ask you this because you may go to it, and I just don't know, and it's my kind of big pet peeve. Where's Robbie Anderson? That's a, that, uh, that, that one right there is – that's on sale. He had, he, had five, he had five today. He did have five receptions today, but he's had ten receptions in four games. Because I, I, from, from what I've seen from, from Sam early on is that he he, he found his guys. And, and, and I understand going to McCaffrey early. That, that, that was a gift. I knew that was going to happen. Then DJ started to become that that next target, which I which I think DJ is getting into that echelon of top 10, 15 receivers, and he's really starting to become a force. And Robbie, I, I've always said DJ was a better receiver than, than Robbie anyway. And Robbie, he's more so of a one-trick pony as far as how you can give him the ball and and, 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 and what he does. And I think it's just, it's just become easier because you can move DJ around to the slot, move to, right. move to the outside. It really just isn't a facet of the game that you can't get DJ the ball. And because I, I don't know, I, I think the, you you would think because of the, the New York connection, they would have been able to click early and, and and get and get it rolling. But that that connection does need to click. But I mean, four games in, it's a long thirteen games left in the season. It's a long way to go. I hope that connection gets going, and and, and until McCaffrey gets back, it's gonna need to get going. It's gonna need to get going. I agree. I mean, yeah, I think we were definitely all, I think everyone was going, okay, this is going to be like, it, it was understandable to think that that was going to be the key connection right off the bat because you figured the familiarity was there. But I mean, I think Sam's, I think Sam's trying to show, you know, he, he can spread the ball out because think about it when he was with the, with the jets, all he had was Robbie. That was his only thing. So he doesn't want to seem like he's a one trick pony. And you know, you're Ben only throwing to, you know, Antonio Brown back in the day. Like he wants to show that he can spread the love around because right. that is the markings of a good quarterback. I mean, Tom Brady has been doing it for longer than most of his receivers have been alive. So it, it just shows what you can do. And, I mean, don't get it twisted. Robbie, last year, he had the Raiders touchdown. Then he did nothing for a solid, like, three weeks. He had his, you know, dink and dunk catches. But if we're really thinking about it, his his touchdowns are not few and far between, per se, but they definitely don't come as often in terms of receptions. He just makes a lot more with the few receptions he gets. But the problem is a lot of his receptions are those fly routes, those deep posts. Hey, we and Sam missed. Time for. Sam, no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, yeah. We didn't, we Sam made, doesn't make the reads either. See, yeah, Sam missed once a day where it was it was money. It's cash. Uh, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Robbie yeah. beats him on the double move. Oh, it's, yeah. it's right there. It's right there. You, you, you got to put it on, man. I mean, if you're Sam, you can't. Those are the, those are the plays we gotta have because I know, but like, you know. I'm still because I'm still gonna go with this because here's like if he's too like I understand he needs to be a bit more like sure-footed in the pocket, but if he's got freaking you know Parsons coming at him at 100 miles an hour, you know with the death in his eyes, like you you tell me you'd be able to throw that and make it accurate in the pocket, like I don't I don't get paid to do that though. I understand that, but he also we ain't paying a line to give him that time. Like I think it does still speak. Like he definitely needs to. Yeah, but let, let's not get into the mode of coddling this kid. Now. I mean, I, no. I, I, I understand. You know, we yeah, we can we give we give we've already given them, we've already given more credit to the offensive line being bad than we did getting we get to Teddy last year. Because this say this say, this group ain't that far away from from the group Teddy played with last. No, year. it's not. And we didn't right. give Teddy that, that many excuses. So I mean, I, I'm. I'm Everybody has to be, but this was a full team loss. I think everybody. I mean, we need to get to the defense too, because that's the thing we need. We and we're going to get to that too. But like this, this, this was a full team loss. Like nobody ever, nobody today played above, above and beyond to the point where they're absolved from blame today. No, I just think like Sam's in this weird spot, and I think you see it in some other areas too. With not that they're not like I, I think he's like right on the line of 
I think there's two different types of franchise quarterbacks. I think there's a franchise quarterback that you build your team around, your Aaron Rodgers, your Russell Wilsons, you know, these guys. But then there's also the types of franchise quarterbacks that you have to be able to build your team up with as well. If that makes like in a different, you're not relying on him, but he's complimentary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's not a game manager, but and again, it's, He's Ryan Tannehill. His ceiling's only so high. I think his ceiling is a little bit higher than Tannehill per se. But um, you only can go so far. So I think the problem is that you have to build around him. Cam was able to do it without you know the help that he needed. He still Cam was also if we're really if we're really being truth, truthful about it, Cam was almost almost in the middle of those two groups. Like yes, he is someone who you could build you know build your team around, but also he could still use a little bit of. I mean, yeah. he could still use a bit of help. And I, I think that's like so. I, I'm not trying to coddle Sam. I'm just saying like, if you don't do anything to, if you don't make those efforts to allow him to be his best player, how can you expect him to be his best player? For it's sure. Not gonna, I mean, it, or it could come, but it could take three, four years for him to get into his own. And I don't know if that's time we're willing to spend. Oh, he ain't, he ain't got that much time. No, because <laughs> if you're a franchise quarterback, like a, come on, if you, if he, we had him, if we drafted him. Yeah, he's got that time. We can do that. We're not drafting him, though. And that's the thing that people got to remember is that this is not a rookie quarterback. He has been in the league, but we so he definitely still has his, you know, shelf life and he still has his window of responsibility. But so for the Robbie thing, I think, you know, again, personally for me, it's like 2015. In 2015, Cam was Superman. MVP could do whatever. But even so, that only gets you so far when your line cannot give you three seconds to get a play together because that offense that year was built around Philly and Teddy going down the sidelines, you know, making deep routes for the touchdown or going over the top or Jonathan Stewart running up the middle. But, and that's all well and good when you're playing, you know, your, your top, your, 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 you know, out of the top five defenses or even some of the top five defenses. But once you hit that number one defense in the NFL, it don't matter how good, like, I mean, sure, Cam didn't get a lot of help from the refs, and we can talk about that for this game too, but you can't put all your eggs in that basket. But it doesn't matter how insane your quarterback is, he can only do so much. He can only do so much if he's not getting the time to, if the offense isn't getting the time to develop. Now, flipping defensively, this game was interesting because, <laughs> like I said, we said the stat, you know, you can't really go off of stats in the first quarter of the season because that's – yeah. I mean, it's not indicative of what's actually going on, depending upon the teams you played. We played the Jets, the Saints, and 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 the Texans, and clearly those are not offensive juggernauts that some of those organizations were did used to be with the Saints. You know, losing it out this week, which thank you Giants for actually doing something right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, in my opinion, I, I, I'll, I'll let Sean go first. You want you 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 want okay? Here's what everybody got to understand, bro. Jimmy Jimmy Chan can't cover, bro. That's not that's not what he does. That's not what he does. I know we tried it. I didn't understand the move to free safety from the beginning. I I, I knew it wouldn't. I knew it wouldn't work just because of his how what he does well is play inside the box and be around the football. Don't make him go outside of that. Like he he's a Jamal Adams, Cam Chancellor type of safety. It's fine that he cannot cover 20, 30 yards down the field. Go draft the guy. Go sign a guy. Go spend some capital on that position because you've tried to get away. Another position that you tried you tried to be cheap with, and it's and, and and it's not helping you right now. And Justin Burris is out, so you have Sean Chandler and uh, and Sam Franklin splitting split time. That's not working out. 
you know what I'm saying? Our, our, defense, our, our defensive front, um, God, I was highly disappointed. Highly disappointed. I thought the Daquan Jones, Derrick Brown lineup, that duo, Morgan Fox, I thought those guys would be enough to take on take take on a group like Dallas and 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 at least hold their own. But they looked overmatched. They looked like they were out. They just looked completely outclassed in, in today's game. So, and I'll let Jeff go in a second. This is my you you get what you put together, and the problem when you put together a positionless defense is that you're going to lose some of the posi- what that position is meant for. If your free safety is meant to be out there in coverage, but you do not have a guy that that is his main, you know, directive, you're going to get you we saw what happened. We saw what happened. I'm not going to put it on CJ for that burn with it's Amari Cooper and you've been on the team for 3 days. I'm not going to put that on you. Like Yeah, that was a good, that was a great route. Hmm? That was a great route at the end of the day. I mean, like at the end of the day, football is football, and you should be able like it, it shouldn't matter what jersey's on you. But like, I mean, you're gonna get some jet lag going and traveling, and you're like, I'm so I'm not putting that on him. I'm not I'm not concerned no. about that. But my concern is that clearly, if our number twos are in the backfield or are in are in for defensive backs, we got a problem. If Sam, if Sam Franklin or whoever Franklin the turtle or whoever's in, it's 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 there's concern for me. And another thing is that because, like, Dante, he still needs people to bounce off of as well. He's still trying to find his his you know mold. Did AJ play? I don't. Did they play? It was, I, yeah. what, what, was he, I mean, I, it's hard to really be. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. I mean, it's really hard to be effective considering. I mean, I think I think I don't think I, I think it was only twenty passing attempts by Dallas today. So it wasn't like they were getting much work. I mean, I mean, twenty two I mean, work. That, 22. Yes, but 22. the problem is that a good amount of them were in the middle of the field too, to tight ends, and we don't have a coverage linebacker. Hey, that what what that was that was on Shin. That was on Shin. <laughs> Shin was. I know. The, but- the, the one touchdown, it was an option route for Schultz. Oh, he just beat him. Great play call by the way by Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore did a fantastic job. He he walked the dog on Phil Snow's defense. Good lord. But yeah, that that a lot of that has to do with you don't have a safety. That can, that, can, that can take on anybody one-on-one at, t- at tight end right now and play, and play him. Because when you play Gronkowski later on in the season, you ain't got you ain't got a body for him. So this is my other concern, and, I, and, and I'll bring Jeff in for this as well. And it's it, it might be – it might just be overthinking, and it might just be, you know, getting paranoid. But we talked – you talked about it, like, our front – our rush was – non-existent today it looked like you know scores of last year where we didn't have anything and the more i think about it because we've got these we the way our defense is made up is you have either very young talent very young or you have guys that are just athletic fighters that you would not necessarily expect to come either off of the line or to have the same kind of you know knowledge and technique as a defensive end or defensive tackle. Like Fox was playing defensive tackle there with the Rams. And then also like pseudo-defensive tackle, pseudo-defensive end. Same with Ruddick. He was playing pseudo-defensive linebackers, pseudo-end. My concern is because it's we've seen it clearly works when you can just pick apart whatever line you're going up against. But when you go up against an av- above-average offensive line that knows what they're doing, it's almost like – like that takes away your athletic ability if they can match that. And so then it comes down to technique and it seems like they didn't have the technique to get out of those blocks other than burns. 
and 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 Reddick, but by that point it's too late. You know, Fox, Brown, Jones, even with Carter and and you know some of the guys, like it seems like they didn't have the technique to get back there. And so my concern is has this building this positionless defense because don't get me wrong, Phil Snow has done great, but he's also he's up there in age. He is up there in age. And so my concern is did they build this positionless, super athletic, almost small ball defense that they can throw a bunch of different guys in to take away the need to teach technique because if you think about i mean shin hasn't developed technique as a coverage player even though he's in a position that demands that he hasn't developed that i mean burns can do what burns can do because he is brian burns brown is you know he has i mean when i look at brown he's either just bodying guys he's not necessarily doing a whole lot of technique stuff so do we think that they're building this defense so that they do not have to rely on teaching technique well it's I know what you're getting at. I don't think that the, the I don't think Phil Snow did a very good job today calling D. Um, if you're going to have this go get him defense, you got to figure not even the technique. It's more of the where are you going, where are you lining up, how are you sending the bullets? Are you you know? I mean, I I, go, I keep going back to freaking. I'll go back to the Jets game today with the Titans. They wore Tannehill out, but the defensive schemes. There was no way the Titans were blocking some of these guys. They were coming off the edges. They were doing wraparounds. What type of defense are you calling if you've got all that speed? If you're building a young defense that's going to get to the quarterback, you better get the – forget the technique. You better get the play calling right to get him there if that makes sense. That's number one. Number two, completely agree on Jeremy Chin. Chin reminds me of somebody who just wants to hit you. Mm-hmm. He just going, he wants to knock you down. Like you said, Jamal Adams, something like that. He's going to come out there and hit you. Yeah. You, you. He's not going to cover the – He's not, like you said, Gronk out. No, forget all that. You're, you you got to find somebody who's going to cover all that. Ugh. Yeah, what bothered me a little bit too is the fact that, and it, well, and you had what? I don't even know who Schultz, Wilson, and Jarwin are. The other three guys who caught touchdowns. But this is not the best group of tight ends you're going to see at this point. No, and, and and the problem becomes this, and here's the narrative, and I'm just going to bring it up because I've already heard it on the radio as I was driving around at night. That defense was just basically, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A mirage. It was just. You know what? Everybody's like, well, they're the number one defense, it, the number one defense. It's was, already gotten to the point now of going, guess what? It was number one because they ain't played anybody. It, I mean, and, and, and that's and fair. I, that's the, that, that, is, that is a and, fair point. And it's a fair point to go, listen, now you ran into a team that had superstar talent that moved the ball. No, listen, Dak didn't throw, didn't set the world on fire. I mean, 14 to 22 for 188 yards, but he threw four touchdowns. Efficient. Uh, it, he finished the drives. Um, and, and so that just becomes – you know, great. You know, but like you said, you went against freaking Zach Wilson, who had just a horrible first game. You went against what Davis Mills, then yeah, James Winston, James Winston, less and less impactful. of old, if you don't want to get yeah. James Winston of old. Um, so I, it's but the, the but the sad part about it though is too. There's a part of me that goes, while you're looking at that, it was the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world, and you still had a chance to win the game. Now, last year, now last year we would say that, and it was just kind of like a pain in the butt to say because it was just kind of okay, whatever. At least I still think there's there, the light is there, and there you you are moving forward, and there is yeah. hope in that. And listen, we we'll say what you want about CMC. I, I hope he gets healthy and for it. What difference would he have made today? I mean, I, okay, I'll, I'll say this. I, I'll say this. I think a lot of what saved us off of the line early on was that. There was a lot of dump off passes to to CMC. So whether you know there weren't a whole lot of 
play plays for loss or no gainers. There were there were at least a three to four yard you know pass attempts to what right. CMC would make something happen, and it kept the offense on schedule. When you lose, I think when you lo- when you lose that, which it shows you how badly we're built on how how we're not built the correct way. If you're relying on a running back to be the sole proprietor of your offense, being able to stay on track. I say it, it coddles your offensive line because clearly the check down thing was not a McCaffrey thing. We all we all thought, oh, Teddy's just checking. It's because McCaffrey's there and it's just eating away the offense because he's available. No, they have to check down because they don't have the ability. Like that's the problem. That's why Sam's been missing all of these downfield throws in my mind. Like I understand Sam should have the ability to go. Okay, I'm, I shouldn't be looking at my first check down. I should be looking downfield first, or you know, to whether to make that call. But like. He doesn't have the time to look downfield or for them to, let, to get there. So he's having to check down. He was checking down to Rodney and and to and to and to chew. Like it wasn't a it's not a McCaffrey thing. It's an offensive line thing. So I think Jeff, in the grand scheme of things, no, I don't think like nothing on that first draw on that last drive, you know, would have amounted. I think I mean McCaffrey might have been able to, you know, maybe create a bit more space, but in terms of creating space, I mean the Cowboys fly the hell around. Like D- DJ had some opportunities and even he got dragged down. So I don't know how much McCaffrey being, but like, again, I think it's a thing that's a, it's a pro- byproduct of our crappy offensive line that we're having to go to these checkdowns because well, we've seen, let me, like, let me, our, let me, our, 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 our offensive, our, our wide receivers can, they can run good routes. They can get open, but that doesn't mean dick if you can't get, if you don't have the time to get the ball out to them. Well, let me, let me, and, and I know, and I'm sorry we keep going back to it, but the same thing, yeah, like with, with, even with, you know, Derek, I mean, Derek has had like he's caught like eleven or twelve passes this year, which he's never done before, because Tannehill, guess what, has gotten to get rid of the ball because that offensive line with Taylor Lewan and Ben Jones and all those guys are not playing well. And today, even today, and I know what you're getting at, Derek, Tannehill is not throwing the same deep ball he threw, you know, two years ago. No. Now it could have been because he didn't have Julio or AJ, but even then, today he just didn't have that one extra no. to set his feet. And throw a football, and if you don't have it, you're done. And yeah, then you do the little check downs and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, li- listen, people can say what they want about defense. I, I say championships are won through your offensive line. <laughs> well, see, because and yeah, because uh, Jeff, you're like, uh, <clears throat> you talk about Tannehill, doesn't matter if they had AJ or, or, or Julio back in the when he was playing the Ravens in the playoffs, he was throwing a Kerry Blossing game or whatever his name was. Yeah. Like he was going downfield 75 yards. And same with Dak. Dak was going downfield to these guys that you don't even know who they are. Like it is if you have the line to to facilitate your ability to do so, Sam. Right. I mean, look at when Sam had the time or even just the route. Because that and that's honestly why I've liked seeing some of these other receivers in. Zilstra is running a different route tree, and I cannot wait for Shy to be healthy. Because Shy will be running that route tree when you're getting these middle post routes. I mean, that, like we saw Zilstra's route. That, he almost scored a touchdown on that route. I, I, as soon as Zilstra, uh, Zilstra caught that pass, I'm just thinking in my head like, bro, Shy would have cribbed it. <laughs> Shy would have cribbed it. <laughs> and that's the problem is that, you know, Robbie and DJ aren't running those route trees anymore. They're not doing that anymore. D- Robbie was at one point running it. And even Terrace. Now, that one pick, that one pick was – gross on two accounts because Sam either just did not see Diggs or neglected to see him. And that, that's all whatever good. And I don't know if he was trying, but if he had taken a second and a half and pushed it downfield, Terrace was wide the the hell open with talking no about, are we talking about the one where Diggs is kind of just, just kind of sunk into the space, sunk into the open. Yeah, if you if you if you put if you if you probably aired it put a little more put a little, put a little more arch on you probably get that over the top and you 
probably hit Terrace. And Terrace, I, and I didn't see another person around Terrace. And I mean, again, like it's that, you know, who pushed Humpty Dumpty off the wall or did he fall off the wall? Like Sam doesn't have the time to throw it back there, but Sam should be also like, he's trying that to was- still develop that in-pocket awareness. And that's hard to develop when you're getting chased down at you. It, it's just, it's. I, I watched one sack at the end of the first half. Well, it was, it was Randy Gregory. It, and my, it was a great player by, by Randy Gregory. I mean, he beat, uh, beats him upfield. Traces back, makes a sack, but Sam at that, Sam at this point he sat there for three seconds and did not move. No, like you Sam, gotta, like, like you got to know that internal clock. You got two, you really got two and a half, two to two and a half seconds. You need you need to either be jetting either either jet and take off, or you got to climb the pocket. But he did he didn't either. And, I mean, and, and that's still I think there's still some things that he's still unlearning from his days in New York. I think that's one thing that I, I understand. I mean, Sam is what only tw- he's 24 years old and he's played bad on bad football teams for three three consecutive seasons up until now. I so just, he's still unlearning a lot of those bad habits that I think is that I mean right now this, this staff is gonna have to try to get him out of but like you said I mean we, and we've been saying it but the bad offensive line is not really a, it's not really fair to him to, to expect him to take that next step if the if the offensive line never gets him never gets it's, gonna take a, it's just gonna take a lot 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 longer for him to learn the, to get to unlearn those things and and to learn that pocket presence and I wish I just I wish we could like, could you imagine like if we could get like Keegley to be like a linebacker coach and then Cam to come be a quarterback coach for this game like it would, oh, I mean or or even better still have them on the damn team with the with the squads we've built now on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean I mean I mean, I mean think about the other issue we may have as well. I mean I didn't see anything from Jermaine Carter that impressed me today. No, I, and, and I and watched for him specifically, and I did not see anything. Now, Shaq Thompson, on, on, on the other hand, he has my God, Shaq Thompson, is t- he's, he's turned the corner. I don't know what what what's happened. I think this 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 style of defense, while I mean it, it didn't work for today's game, and matchup wise, it was horrible. It it fits Shaq perfectly. It, it 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 uses all of the skill sets that we thought he was going to bring to our defense, but our defense under Ron Rivera was a more traditional four three. Which kind of it, it, it kind of limits mean, what you what, what you're gonna do at linebacker if you're a guy like Shane Thompson. I didn't know. I, I knew that Zeke had a good game. I didn't know though. I just looked. They gave up 245 yards rushing. Yes. What? Where in the, we where in the beginning of the season, I think up until this what? point, we have we had 47, 45, 45, 45 yards rushing, 45 a game. They got eight. They had they had 90 by the end of the first quarter. I think I'm not. The, the problem being is that the way and I mean, because you say like a fourth, we in reality we run a five-two. We yep. really, we really do. And the problem with that, the problem with that is that if they break through that first line, right, we really right. run with two linebackers. So they're gonna get if they break through the first line, they're getting six yards. Yeah, your line has to win. It, and if you're it, getting guys like Zeke coming at you or Saquon Barkley, they're gonna be able to push, even if you hit them to pick up. I mean, there was even on that last drive, we had Zeke tackled three yards. He fell for the next five. So if you get a good, you know, downhill running back, they're going to get to – it's going to be second and two every time. Every time. Yep, no. And, and then and the problem that creates at the passing game too is that if you don't – if the tight ends are running some sort of route in the middle and your linebackers aren't where they need to be or your full your free safety is not coming down, you're getting seven, eight yards. The thing about Dallas is that, you know, if, if, for, for teams that want to beat Dallas, right, I mean, it, it's going to be tough because – this offense is just really—it's the perfect mix of what you want to have. You have two all-star, all-star receivers on the outside. You have two running backs now. That means Zeke, 
Zeke is starting to come back into form. He looks like he's getting his legs back. He's looking much more like the, uh, a, a younger Ezekiel Elliott. And with Tony Pollard to, to, to spell him for 10 to 15 touches a game, man, where do you commit your defense to? Do you, do you go all out and commit, commit it to the run and say, hey, look, chances are if we, if we make them pass, we could possibly you know, steal an interception. Because stats say that if we, if we make that Prescott pass more than this team runs, that we have a shot. But right. how much of a shot is it when you have, when you're facing CD Lamb and Amari Cooper right on the outside? Because one somebody's gonna make a play. I mean, I, and today I knew it was gonna happen. I was like, you know, there's no way you're gonna keep that many stars away from making big plays. And when Amari Cooper broke it open with it, with, with, with his touchdown on, C, on CJ Henderson, I'm like, yeah. It, 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 I say it, it, it's, it's pretty much over. That that was that, that was the shot that broke the camel's back because you had no answer for the ground game. If they decide to take shots, do you have the do you have the horses in the, in the secondary to, to to hold to hold that down? You don't. I mean, J.C. Horn not being there played a big played a big part in today's game. I don't know how much he would have helped just considering, considering he's a rookie and I mean he he was due to have a have a have a rookie game. But I mean, God, I mean Dallas is tough, man. That's a tough out for anybody this year. It is, and I'd be interested to see uh, who uh, look at the all twenty-two and see who was lined up on CD for most of the game because whoever was did a pretty damn good job of keeping him out of out of it. I I, fe- I feel like it was probably Dante, but I think it was Dante. I was either, it would have been either Dante or AJ, I guess. Um, yeah, from what I from what I remember seeing, it was most it was mostly Dante. It could, I mean, I, obviously it changes because I don't think our our defense doesn't doesn't have a traveling corner, so I think we just no. play left left and right. So I mean. It's just – and so then, look, at now, the, what was it? Kellen Moore, I think was his name he said? Kellen Moore. He's Joe who Moore. Joe Brady wants to be. Who He's yeah. who Joe Brady thinks he is because the calls he were making, especially there, you know, at the last drive, that fourth – I mean, that fourth down play. <laughs> that was a hell of a call. That, that was, was a hell – that is what we've been asking for forever, and I don't know why you thought – I mean, so – and it all, it all boils down to that one – and granted, we converted on fourth down – but when it was third and inches, third and one, and you tell me you're going to try to rub the middle with Sam Darnold, what about the game at that point in the third quarter made you think that Sam Darnold, that the line was going to be able to allow Sam to make that first down? They get zero push, man. They're they, getting it's, nothing. It's, it's and a then stalemate. He redeemed himself by calling the motion to DJ and having DJ take the jet sweep and going. That was a redeeming play that I liked. But it's just like even when the offense was starting to come back, there was nothing in those play calls that would make me go, oh, yeah, Joe called a great play there. Like, it, to me, it seemed like, oh, yeah, Sam made it work with whatever he was given and was able to push through. Like, there was nothing about these play calls to me that I'm still going. And then the time management, again, delay of games when you're trying to go down with three minutes left. Losing all of your timeouts in the second half with four minutes off the clock. You lost hey, You lost two of your timeouts in the third quarter. Early third quarter, my yeah. Early third quarter. Second well, or third yeah. drive of the third quarter. Because if we had all 30 timeouts, that game could have gone a lot different. Yeah. But Kellen Moore is the all-time winningest quarterback in FBS history. So, Is he really? He yeah. played at Boise State. Boise State. I think they won like 11 games a year. Well, he I don't know why 50. anyone was – He won 50. I don't know why the commentators – He won 50. He won 50 in his college career. My Jeez. gosh. He's I don't know why awesome. any of the commentators were talking about Joe Brady being a shoo-in for, for head coach. No, Moore should be a shoo-in for head coach. You know, listen, with, right, with the way you know, the way he's calling it now, I mean, yeah. It just boils down to, you know, and, and the sad, sad part about it is just the this was your kind of your shot to be national in terms of going, okay, we are for real. 
We yeah. are four zero. And while you still played an okay game and you gave them a run for their money, now people are like, "Well, they didn't play anybody." Well, but you man. know, and you know what is absolutely fine because this team really needs to go back and reevaluate what is it that we can do to get as, to that level. As we look they forward, to punch, they needed to punch in the mouth, and it was good that like the, a lot of those times, 2015 against the Seahawks, it was what like week like eight, and it was a perfect place to have that game. People didn't think we were anything. We get that game, boom. Uh, 20, 2016 against the Steelers, it was like week nine. Horrible place to have it, but it happened, and we then plummeted the rest of the year. Same, you know, the next year with the 49ers, we weren't even doing that well, but we were still, like, performing. And then, boom, downhill again. 40, we're, you know, you got to see what you stack up against the rest, against the rest of the field. You really it have to. Like, if it was going to happen, I'm glad it happened week four. Like, we have the ability to, to, to try to recover – well, listen, now, I, mean, the, 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 I mean, the Eagles, I can't figure out. I just can't figure them out. Um, but, I mean, really. They compete. They, like, I mean, they, they, they compete well. That's you know, when you've got the Eagles coming to town, the Vikings coming to town, you're at the Giants, at the Falcons, the Patriots at home. The Vikings is the one I can't figure out either. Well, I can't. Yeah. I, I, can't I, don't, I don't want any parts of them, personally. I really don't. They're too, they're, they're, they're too talented to be one and three. But I mean, they just can't seem to. I still think they can't seem to figure it out. This is gonna sound weird, and I don't mean it this way. And I, I, I don't know if I can back it up. Kirk Cousins, call me when you're a winner. Call me like when like, and that's just me. I don't know. I and I know that's probably wrong. I just don't. I don't buy into it's, him. A lot. It really, it's it's not wrong for for the for the talent that's on that roster. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. I can't make an excuse as to why you're one and three. No. No. Uh, I mean, I just, I, I mean, and, and look, I mean, the first, and even though they're one and three, and I say, I guess I'll go back to my word a little bit. Kirk Cousins put up some pretty damn good numbers, yeah. but you got to, you got to, but, but at the end of the day, you got to win. And I, 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 I want to say this. I mean, just, just taking a look at the, the rest of the NFC and who would be the elite team that we really need to stack ourselves up to. I mean, Dallas is now, you know, Dallas is obviously that team. Tampa Bay, of course, we knew. Green Bay, and after that. I mean, really, that is really just the rest, of the rest of the NFC West because that NFC West is tough. That is a gauntlet. But, but in all honesty, there's a very good shot that you're better than Washington. You're better than Philly. You're better than New York. You're better than Chicago. You may be better. You may not be better than Minnesota, but you probably, but Minnesota's record probably won't be able to hold up for them to actually have a chance. You're better than Detroit. You better than New Orleans. Will win that division, and then it will, or actually, they won't win the division because the Green Bay's in it. Never mind. You're better than the Eagles. You're better, than, yeah, 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 yeah. You're better than New Orleans. You're better. I think you're better than Atlanta, but we'll see when we play them. I, we haven't played them just yet, but not the NFC West. You're not better than any of those teams in the NFC West. That entire division is better than Carolina. But everybody, I, I mean, we'll see how they, we'll see how the playoffs shake out. I mean, they, there's a very good chance this team slips in as at seven seed, plays off, uh, yeah. plays plays on the road, and just and and possibly has a shot. You know. And I think that that's the cool part is even after today, I'm still sitting here going, listen, like you just said, you were just mentioning, do I think Carolina is one of the best seven teams in the NFC right now? Yes. Nope. No. <laughs> well, well, no, no, well, no, I, I'm, I'm thinking about, the, I'm thinking of the four teams in the West. Well, no, no, I'm no, no, the four teams no, in the West. And but I'm, <laughs> but I, well, here's the deal. Do I, listen, do I think they're better than Seattle? Yeah, it's also. No, I mean, that, I, I, I think I think it, I, we, should, we, 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 we should be able to beat Seattle. We should on paper, but 
if the Titans can beat Seattle, we can beat Seattle. That's what I would say. Well, but listen, even listen, and I'm going to just say it. I know it's the same thing with Kirk Cousins or whatever. I'm still not sold on Jimmy G. I, I just Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not sold on. Do I think we can go in there and beat a, a San Francisco team? Yes. If it's what in the Lance. What they may do is, well, they, I think in my mind, they would do the same thing Dallas just did to us and just run it. San Fran or Seattle? San Fran. I don't know about with, with Kyle Shanahan's run scheme, with, with how he runs the football, how he, well, his his run blocking scheme. I don't really want any parts of that. I saw yeah. what that happened. I saw that was like a couple years ago. I don't personally want to do want to deal with that. Fair um, you know, but you know, and listen, I have, I don't know. I had all the faith in the Rams now, and all of a sudden they go get. It's like it's like you said at the beginning, Shanties. We, I mean, it's I a week to week league. I would have <laughs> never in a million years thought that Arizona would have gone into LA and. I think they could beat them, but they I basically think. just dismantled them. I thought it would be a close game. I didn't think it would be this. Yeah, I don't think it would be a smack in the mouth. Went out. I don't know because Jimmy G went out with a concussion and Trey Lance played, you know, is that what it was? Yeah. Trey Lance, right? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the 49ers. The Rams, I mean, Matthew Stafford, you know, Mr. All-American MVP or whatever, and he didn't really ball out today. Um, so, I – well, I take it back. Carolina has all the makings to be there at the end of the year. Yeah, they, they should be. They really do. I think they're a top ten team in the NFC. It, if if they want to be, basically, if they want to be, and it just got, it boils down to you know the execution. And unfortunately, again, a lot of this is still on the coaching staff. In my mind, a lot of the things that need to be melded. And you have a young staff, a young you have a young roster, you have a young staff, you have a young leadership, like you. It's a lot of it has to go on the coaches to make that push. And I'm still trying to figure out whether or not, um, oh, wow, it just happened. Tom Brady broke Drew Brees' NFL record for career passing yards. I knew that was coming. I figured that yeah. was coming. I don't know why Drew waited. I figured he was going to just wait until, you know, Tom retired for him to retire. But regardless, as I was saying, <laughs> um, I still don't know where I stand on these co- on, on these coaches. And I still don't know what their, you know, their ceiling coaching-wise is. And and, and that's because coaching is a two-fledged thing, a two-fold thing. You have to be able to set everything up. But you also have to be able to execute, and there's still these time management, red zone, and third and third quarter, third down inefficiencies. A lot of still the same problems. The one thing I would like to say, the one thing that made me it, it was easier to lose. I love hearing Greg's voice. Greg is just he was meant for the broadcast. He, he, he I was love that today. he was on our game, and I hope that that is able to happen at some point again because I just thoroughly enjoyed getting to hear him. Yeah, that, that it, it was great to hear Greg. Greg is definitely one of those guys that transitioned seamlessly into that role he's been working at it for a few years toward the end of his time in carolina and so i'm glad i'm, I'm glad he got his opportunity i'm glad he's that, that's what he's doing full-time now because i think a lot of people will enjoy hearing what he has to say week in and week out a very knowledgeable guy very sensible when it comes down to his take so i don't think we will be hearing any outlandish things coming from greg olson agreed i thought he was i thought he, i mean he's just he's kind of a natural at it and i mean he brings so much to the table um in terms of his knowledge um, not really playing favoritism, if that makes sense. Um, he kind of just yeah. tells it as it is. And I, and I mean, I, it was, I think it was easier for him because I mean, if you look at the, if you think about the roster of this team, I don't think he's played with a good eighty-five no, percent right. of the guys on this team. Other than Shaq, Shaq will be the only guy now. Right. And McCaffrey. Right. Oh yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I think it was a little bit easier. So now you know, looking ahead of the Eagles, I, I really don't know what to think, and because that seems like okay, this I think this game could be very telling, because I want to see how this team goes about getting you know coming back from getting punched in the mouth. How do you mm-hmm. respond? You're at home. You come with a team that 
it could be it could be a trap game. It could easily be a trap game. And so could be. I mean, I I think it's you know be a bit like if you lose, I'm a lot more concerned about the team. Oh, I'm very concerned if you lose. If you win, yes. I'm still not. The problems aren't solved, but I'm like, yeah. I'm then going, okay, look, you were able to, you know, pick yourself back up, dust yourself off, go out there. Like, I, you don't got to blow them out of the water, but like, you should be able to handle. You should be able to to control the game. It, you know, not, maybe not blow them out. These are NFL teams, but control well, it nonetheless. I, I I agree with you. I would have said maybe not or whatever, but of course, Kansas City is so bad on defense. I mean, I'm looking yeah, at Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts was 32 of 48 for almost 400 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I can't take anything they did this past week and say that's what they're gonna do. I mean, Kansas City, just, right. you know. That's, now, that's what, what, what would concern me a little bit is you better figure out your, you know, you mentioned it though, Shantice, that you know you got Zach Ertz coming to town. You better get somebody yeah. on that tight end. I'm more concerned about Devonta Smith because it seems like when he balls out, they their offense. Well, I'm not seven receptions, eight for 122 yards. I think as time goes on with C.J. Henderson, I, I, I hope – I think the quicker Henderson can get into the groove of knowing the defense, that's right. when you'll see this defense kind of get back to a steady level in the back end. You know what I'm saying? I think – I mean, he's got all the physical makings of a of a good cornerback. But this – like today, it was it was, it was kind of like, you know – we. I mean, I couldn't expect much from him because he just got there. But, you know, yeah. as, as he keeps progressing in this defense, I think we'll see that, that secondary start, start to stabilize. I don't think Jalen Hurts is not – Jalen Hurts to me is not a threat as a as a as a quarterback to me. I just don't see it. I like I like I like the kid though. But if we do what we we what we've done the entire year, and that's feast on bad offensive lines and bad teams, this should be the game where you should go in and win this one about I'd say about 24-13, some like a two score victory to where you know you should have probably controlled the game from start to finish. This I think yeah. is a very this is I'm sorry, Jay, this, I think this is um, a very important game for the Panthers though. I think it's one of those that you need to go, okay, listen, you know, we played well last week, blah, 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 or whatever, but we're going to come back and we're going to show you who we are. We're going to bounce back and we're going to get at it. Now, whether CMC's back, I, there's reports are that he will be um, back this week. Um, I would I would play him. Tank, um, yeah. if, if, I have to say, if I have to say this another season, I'm going to lose my mind. Take your damn time. Let him get as healthy as he needs to be. I understand he's probably itching to get back in, but like you can survive these next few games without him. That's be, yes, we can go with the Eagles, Vikings. We can probably swing it. I mean, I, you reality. I really don't need to see him till the Patriots game. I really don't need to see him. I'm not even sure you need to see him till the Arizona game. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, and that's and that's honestly being generous because I just want to you know beat. I want to kick the crap out of Mac Jones, but um. I don't need to see him. I don't need to see him. I liked the run by committee kind of, you know, Shanahan offense we ran today. A lot of the guys were able to get some stuff in. Um, and I just think, like, just just show you can control this game. Just show you can control it. Win with emphasis, and I'll be satisfied. And one one thing I do want to say also, because I thought about watching Shanti's talking. Panthers Twitter. Yeah. Always upset me so much. I don't – this was a whole new thing. Going so far as to assume a mental health issue because a guy doesn't smile in a press conference. I understand his answers weren't funny. what he wanted. Lay off the damn man. And, and, and yeah. he's going to unfortunately out. be under so much scrutiny because of this position. Uh, CJ Henderson. Huh? The, 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 uh, oh, Jeff, 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 we were talking about something on the news the other day, yeah, on sports radio, and they were like, the guy's a nut job or something. Did you listen to his answers or see his answers? And I didn't see any of it, so I was wondering what they were talking about. So thank you for I, I, I watched it. I watched the press. He just, he just, 
well, David Newton asked him a dumbass question. Let's be let's be, let's be and, fair here. So and David that, Newton needs to lose his press pass. I've said that time and time again. To be honest, I mean, like he asked him. He, asked, I mean, I, like, let's be fair. A lot of the questions that they get asked are bad questions. They're, they're just like 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 if you're someone that knows the game, like like why would you ask me that? Like that's not even something I can even tell you right and now. You know, just I getting off a plane, moving his entire life has changed in the span of two days. Like I understand he's gonna be, and but like Panthers fans, for the first time in a decade, they have spent capital on a player with a lot of upside. I understand there's issues. Why would you know the Jaguars want to get rid of him when they spent all this? But like. They're doing what they've asked you to do. Do not bite the hand that feeds you. Just take a moment because look what happened with Bradbury. Y'all were so critical of Bradbury, and look what he's doing now. Yeah, he's playing Giddy, like an all-pro. Giddy's guys a chance to develop, man. He's a, I mean, he, he's a second-year guy in this league. He's got all the talent in the world. He's he's having to learn a new defense on the fly. So understand that they're going to be growing pains and bumps on bumps in the road. And playing Dallas today with the with the receivers he faced isn't the greatest first test you want to probably give a no. guy that just got the plane and just can't. It's not. Team. So I, just, just it's, it's relaxed. Everybody's not. Everybody's not happy go lucky. Like everybody's not going to be happy go lucky in, in, in interviews. No. You know. So I mean, just 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 relax. See, he'll he'll be fine. We'll be fine. Like I said, it's the, you know everybody just take a deep breath. That's what that's the one that hey look the sun the sun's the sun's gonna come the sun's gonna be out tomorrow. It's gonna be a new day, a new chance to go win a game. So just, just take a breather. Couldn't end it any better myself. And until then, y'all keep pounding.